When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Hey listeners, it's Phil Mackey. We're talking Minnesota sports five days a week on Mackey and Jeb with Rami. Available on Apple, Spotify, the Score North app, or anywhere else you find podcasts. If you're tight on time today and you can only listen to one segment from today's show, here it is. Thank you, sir. TCL Broadcast Studios. And um, I bring a game, gentlemen, to the show that I played on Ventline last week with our so friend Chip Scoggins. Well, you know, I, I'm a share. Sure, you're a giver. I, I I like to share. You're a giver, Judd. I like to take things that soothe my soul and make me happy, and I like to spread them throughout the broadcasting day here on Score North, Rami Makhlouf. And so I bring, in fact, we could even start with what Jonathan threw out, if you are so inclined, Rami. I bring to you the game that I like to call Smoke or Fire. Love it. Ready to go. And now, it is sort of reckless speculation, so let's let's play that. Reckless speculation. And as I see fit, since it's my idea to produce the segment, let's play a little bit of football uh, panache music below this. And let's begin with smoke or fire. Rami, I'm going to give you a situation. All right. And you tell me, is it is it smoke? Is it smoldering? Did we burn something on the stove and it's no big deal because ultimately it'll just sort of burn itself out, small, small little thing, or are we talking about a raging three-alarm fire, okay? Ready to go. Let's start with this one, since we are playing NFL Films Music. The Dalvin Cook contract situation, which a lot of us have talked about, but we don't know what direction it's going to be going, and at the Combine this week, Rick Spielman, the Vikings GM, talked about, and he's not wrong, the fact that the Vikings do often, after the draft, address these type of contractual situations with their young players whom they've drafted. Smoke or fire? Dalvin Cook contract. I think it's got to be fire, right? I think any running back... <laughs> this is up to you. Any running back... Do we have sound effects like a fire burning? Any running back... <laughs> it's all right. I was kidding. Come on, Harrison. I was kidding. Come on, Harrison. You're supposed <laughs> to know this. Jonathan's eyes got so big when get I said si- that. Get some like, sirens. Like he was supposed Woo! to have it ready. I was joking. Calm down. I think that I, there's got to be fire with this. Any running back who's a top-tier running back and has a year left on their contract... It's it's a situation. It's absolutely a situation because NFL teams are so hesitant to pay running backs in this day and age. And you look at the Vikings situation specifically, and Gary Kubiak, you look at his time with the Broncos, they traded Clinton Portis when he was at the top of his game, dude. And no, I know this from playing fantasy football. They just had a rotating cast of guys putting up huge numbers out of, out of the running back position, catching it, running it, doing everything. His his blocking scheme, his 
system just caters to running backs and the running game. I think that the Vikings are probably thinking, yeah, we can probably play this out. If he wants to sit out, hold out of camp, he can if he wants to, but we got Dalvin Cook for one more year, and that's probably about it, unless he wants to agree to a sensible contract. All right, right now, right now it's smoldering. Right now it's smoke. But we've all seen it, those films, the cautionary tales where where somebody accidentally leaves the stove on, right? Mm-hmm. And they leave home. And the last thing they show you is sort of just some smoke beginning to billow from the stove. And they leave, and then the next thing, they come home, and there's three fire trucks in front of their house, and it's a raging fire. The Vikings have the ability right now, if they want, to to keep this as smoke. Because if you go to Dalvin Cook in April or so and say, Dalvin, we love you, you... You are worth um, three more years or four years. We're going to tear up your current contract. Well, then, bam, fire extinguisher taken to the smoke. The smoldering is done. I think you're right, though. I think it becomes a fire. And the question becomes, do do the Vikings put this out right before training camp? Because if the Vikings truly aren't going to address this um, until after the draft, and let's say they don't address it until June or so, he's going to miss the majority because I don't think he's, he's going to show up without a new contract, nor should he. He's not going to show up for OTAs. Um, the, the mandatory minicamp is usually in mid-June. It might get done by then, but it might not. Ultimately, I think you're right. I think it becomes a fire. And I don't know. I keep going back to this. I don't know how, given the Vikings' salary cap situation right now and knowing what we know about running backs, how you give Dalvin Cook the type of contract he wants. So, So they could keep this from becoming a fire, but I don't think they're going to. I think that you get to the start of the year and that this gets to be, um, even if it gets solved, it gets to be intriguing. So oh, it is definitely it intriguing. It gets to be very intriguing. And, and, I, and I, think, I think you have, at some point by late June or so, or early July, I do think you have flames leaping out of the windows. It's fire. <laughs> flames leaping out of well, the windows. Well, you know, when the flames right? are coming out of the windows and then you're afraid the fire department has to stop it from jumping from from uh, construction to construction. Smoke or fire? Second one, Rami. All right, ready to go. Vikings cornerback situation. Xavier Rhodes has not been cut yet. Trey Waynes, Mackenzie Alexander are pending free agents, but obviously I don't think the uh, free agency period, I believe the day it starts is March 16th as of right now. Vikings cornerback situation, though. Are we looking at smoke or fire? This is a raging fire. This is a forest fire. This isn't even a house fire. Uh Uh-oh. This is... Smokey the Bear's in trouble? Yeah, Smokey the Bear is out. He weeps? This is a raging, raging forest fire. Wow. Yeah, you you have fire departments from like five, six counties coming from all around to try and... It was a... It was a fire during the season. It was there was a there was, it was legitimately a didn't you read me something the other day yeah, that you're right. Xavier Rhodes was literally the worst cornerback yes. in the NFL he somehow yes. made the Pro Bowl yeah but he was literally the worst cornerback in the entire NFL how did he make the Pro Bowl and by now the way? he and now he's probably getting cut Trey Waynes is a free agent Mackenzie Alexander is a free agent you're down to Holton Hill and Mike Hughes who have done nothing in this league and you look at Collar's article the other day talking about the success rate of rookies in the NFL. Quarterbacks are second to offensive linemen in terms of the worst in terms of having impact your rookie year in the NFL. And they don't have money to get a free agent. I don't know how they get better at the cornerback position this year, Judd. It seems seems impossible to me. So that is a raging forest fire right now. Wildlife is in danger. 
<laughs> All right, I'm going to call it a fire. But the Red Cross has been called in. W- yeah. Do we have? Do we have? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Helicopters dousing yes. this with water yes. on the cornerbacks. Yeah. All right. It's a fire, but I am going to I'm going to attempt to temper things a little bit by saying this. I think this largely not having this become a billowing force fire to your analogy is based on one thing. Or one player, I should say. Because I think Rhodes, I don't see how he comes back, and he was it was awful. It's not like you bring him back on a cheaper contract and be and say, well, I'm just glad he's back. He was terrible. Trey Waynes, I think, gets paid, so I think he's gone. Mackenzie Alexander, who's been playing your inside nickel, he could move outside, but my guess is he gets paid. The, the one player that could take this from being a raging fire and at least make it a controllable, we can douse it fire, is Mike Hughes. Mike Hughes is a first-round pick. He's played two years now, each of which at one point, including late in 2019, Rami, he got hurt. Mike Hughes, though, to me, his 2020 season and what the Vikings need from him is not a feel-good, man, he stayed healthy, and boy, it's sure nice he played well. Mike Hughes needs to be as certain to both health-wise and performance-wise a sure thing as you could possibly get. Because if he is, if he steps in and can stay healthy and plays like a first-round cornerback should in year three, not year one, not year two, year three, Mike Hughes gives you a very good chance to at least stabilize the cornerback position. So the way to keep this from being a raging fire and to keep it controllable is Mike Hughes. If Holton Hill comes in and plays well, or Chris Boyd, that's a good story. And look, the Vikings could use that. But Mike Hughes is the one guy to me, when you spend a first-round pick on him, this is no longer the option of, I sure hope he plays well. It's, he better damn well play well. That's my that's gotta, that's my second And one. that's got to be at least in some part what they were thinking when they drafted him, right? They had to yeah, see that the end was round. near yes. for Xavier Rhodes and Trey which, Wayne's contract situation. Was which is why it's not a nice story if he plays well. It's an absolute necessity. Well, he could be, Mike Hughes could be the helicopter dousing the flames. But as of now, this thing is a blazing, blazing fire. I can't disagree with you on that one. Carl Anthony Towns' lack of development, which I don't think, as far as it's gone in 2019 and 20, any of us truly saw coming this much. Smoke or fire? Hmm. This one's a little bit tougher. I don't think that there should be fire. But hearing you and others talk about this thing, and others who know far more about the situation than I do, it sounds like there is fire here. I think there should be smoke at best. Don't forget, I panic though. That's true. Like I, I, I'll say that about myself. I do. I tend to err on the on the fire side almost all the time. So your inclination might not be wrong. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say smoke here. Fire would indicate that it's almost a done deal. That the I'm gonna say smoke. I don't think that they've made their decision to fire Rick Pitino yet. I'm gonna say smoke here. No, I said cat. Oh, cat. We're talking about cat. Yeah. I'm sorry. I was looking at my rundown. I saw Patino. Sorry, I skipped over Patino. No, that's a fire. That's an absolute fire. Are you going with fire, that that's one? That's fire. Here's my For pro- me, personally. Here's my problem with with that that one on cat. When it comes to cat, I feel like if he was playing and obviously hadn't got hurt and was being held out because of that right now, I feel like it would be the chance at the fire extinguisher. Don't you? Like there, there might be something that we could see with him and D'Angelo Russell, where they got to play together. And yeah, 
it's not like we would expect the Wolves to win a ton of games, but we would see something. But what concerns me now is he's not playing, he can't play, and I get that, but there's no development now. I saw somebody the other day talking about Jason Tatum and the big leap that he's making this year, and I think they quoted Danny Ainge saying, by year three, you know what a guy is. He might not have fully reached his ceiling or his potential, but he's shown you what he is. Mm -hmm. And if you're not sold on him by that point, by year three, cut bait. He's not the guy you were hoping he would be. What year are we in with Carl Anthony Towns? Oh, Pat, what, year four, year five, year four? Five, I think. Yeah. Cut bait. Oh, so you're just out. I'm out on him. I've said... I don't but think what you, about Russell? What you, about his buddy being here? You won't win a championship with Carl Anthony Towns being the best player on your team. That's not going to happen. Yeah? You're not winning a championship with Carl Anthony Towns being the leader of this team, the tone setter of this team. Yep. If you can get somebody to be a better player, or at least somebody who comes in here and is the alpha, is the voice in that locker room that they need and sets the tone, then I think Carl Anthony Towns can be a part of the plan and you can talk about championships. But I don't think you I don't think you can win a championship with him being the best player and the loudest voice or supposed to be the loudest voice and the leader but what of the about locker. him and his buddy D'Angelo being together That's here great. And They're happy. what that friends. has it's cool and... working with your friends. I enjoy it. But you don't see this That doesn't necessarily mean it'll work. And I don't think Carl Anthony Towns will ever be that dude. All right, so you are declaring a fire it's there. It's a fire. I'm going to say I'm going to say I'm very concerned, and, and the fact that Cat has not developed more as we thought he would is a real problem. But I'm going to say it's still smoke because I need to see more, and I need to see these two guys play together. All right, All right. sorry about it. I skipped it before, but we'll, Richard Patino, you I see that one as smoke? Smoke. I think it's smoke. I think that's a big fire. Really? I think the last. I think these last three home defeats are a huge deal. They've been embarrassing. You had Maryland down by 17 late in the first half a couple nights ago. You melted down again. Uh, there's no depth here. There's no bench here. There's certainly a program that should be better th- than this. And I look, if Mark Coyle had swung and missed on P.J. Fleck, I might be like, well, just stick with the status quo. This whole thing's a mess. But it's really not now. I think this one's a fire now. I am not going. And, and if Patino had a major buyout, if his buyout was seven mil or something like that, I'd say, "Oh, it's smoke because he's not going. He's not going to be fired. Two million dollars can be bought out pretty easily in this day and age of college basketball, especially uh, in the Big Ten, where you're making TV money from every which way." I think it's a fire. All right, last one: Harden and your guy Giannis. Did you hear this or see this? I. Actually, what James went, Harden said about Giannis. I went and read up on it after I saw the note about it. This yeah. was James Harden talking okay. to Rachel Nichols about Giannis and his game. When it's all said and done, um, you know they'll appreciate it more. You know, but I wish I could just run, run and with seven feet and run and just dunk. Like that takes no skill at all. <laughs> I got to actually learn how to play basketball, how to have skill. You know, I take that any day. Smoker fire. In other words, and I crowbarred this in here because I wanted to talk about this before the show was up. Uh-huh. When I say smoker fire, is there any legitimacy, any validity to what James Harden is saying that it takes no talent to do what Giannis does? Because it no. seems pretty asinine and no. petty to me and hilarious. Of course not. Of course it takes talent. I mean, yes, he's tall, but he's a freak. He is the Greek freak. He's got handles. I saw, I saw this man. He's got great feet. I went and watched him when the Bucks played here, and Rami, he took, he hit the free throw line, 
and launched himself, and I think he took one more step, if that, and dunked the ball. So to say that's no talent? There's a lot of people, well, there's not a lot. There are a few people in this world, I'm sure, who are seven feet and couldn't come close to doing that. Now, if they were standing right below the bucket, could they dunk it? Absolutely. But no, this is, I think, beyond smoke and fire, asinine's the perfect word. To say that is on Harden's part. And I don't know how asinine. I don't know how closely you've been following it, but ever since Giannis won MVP last year, Harden and the Rockets have been so petty and pathetic about the whole Giannis James Harden debate. You'll see the Rockets cherry pick stats and analytics and tweet them out of why Harden is better than Giannis. You got Harden saying that Giannis has is just running and dunking and it doesn't take talent. You know what else doesn't take talent? Acting like a sniper got you from the upper deck of the stadium every time you go up for a jump shot. That doesn't take talent or skill or or or, or any technique whatsoever. What's Harden's problem? I mean, so Giannis poked fun at him. He's during salty. The he's game. salty because he thinks he should have won an MVP last What's year. What's Houston's sports problem right now? They have a real problem in Houston. The Rockets, I will say this, are not a likable bunch. No, because West really not. Westbrook's a yeah a surly human being. Harden comes off like that as well. No, I mean I don't know. First of all, it's smoke because it's not true. Second of all, it's a really stupid thing to say, as if as if it's like, well, of course he can do this. He's Giannis. He no, he's gifted. Super gifted. Yeah, that's his. Even Shaq, who didn't do as many things as Giannis can do. That guy was really talented. People think he was just big. Shaq? Oh, no. He was, he was so skilled, man. Yes. When you look at his footwork, how good his hands were. I mean, I know he doesn't look nimble compared to a lot of guys out there on the court. But for a guy of his size and weight, Shaq was crazy nimble and athletic. His and athletic fast. ability was off it the was charts. It was crazy. Yes. Crazy. And Giannis is seven feet and even more athletic and talented than Shaq was. Well, because Giannis can play a game that that makes it look at times like he should be what about six foot four or so. Mm-hmm. Like that's what his game. It's it's different if you're just a big man from the old days and you post up and get the ball and you dunk it. Okay, I'm not saying that that does not take gifts or skill. It does, but it's like of course he can do that. He's a big guy. But when I watched Giannis play. His game went so far beyond the scope of, did he really just do that? And then he'd do something else. You'd be like, did he do that too? No, he's a great It's player. insane. Great play. It's crazy. We're going to hit a quick break on the other side. And good for him, too. Good for him. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. 